We didn't think this an is intro. A, an intro part. Damn it! Espresso and coffee. You're literally drinking a water right now. Well, this was this whole thing. (laughs) The water spiked with caffeine caffeine and coffee. Yeah, it's actually it's a new thing that Folgers is doing. It's like Crystal Pepsi, only it's water looking coffee. So they stole the idea of Crystal Mm -hmm. Pepsi. Yeah, you walk by, your wife sees you with a water bottle, she won't question it, but really you're drinking some coffee. Why would she question it anyway? It's just a coffee. (laughs) Could you you mix Crystal Pepsi and vodka? Could you tell? A no, you can't yeah. ever do that. Don't, no. don't do it, John. Because they don't sell Crystal Pepsi anymore. No, just you can't. There's so many rules to that. You just yeah. don't want to. Remember, it's you like remember crossing that, the streams. You remember that scene in Independence Day where like it blows yeah, up Los Angeles? It's that. not. It's not like that. It's not like that at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> so don't worry too much. It's yeah. not like that. It's not even that bad. But just don't do it. Just okay. Don't do it. All right. All right. It says it on the label and everything. I have this bottle of Crystal Pepsi just lying around. Uh, that's really weird to have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is it like? That's like twenty years old. That's more than twenty. That's like that's legal. older than you, John. It's older than you. I've been you just turned nineteen. Special Crystal Pepsi. Is, it's almost thirty. Yeah, dude. Oh man, dude, dude, dude. Seriously, seriously. Oh, okay. Um, are we gonna? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Shark Dropper. <laughs> welcome to Shark Dropper. I'm Kyle. I'm Robert. I'm John. Yeah, baby. Huh. Great Austin Powers <laughs> <laughs> quote. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, you, got, you guys got one for Awesome. I got one for you. Laser beams. Ooh. Ooh. He even did the, the quotations, the air quotes. Uh, nobody can see That's that. That's good for yeah. a podcast. Yep. People yeah. love visual. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Should we get into it right now? Since ISIS, Red Cups, Charlie Sheen has AIDS. Next All week. issues that we're going to talk about next, next week. week. Yeah. <laughs> so just stick in there. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll definitely get to those hot topics, hot issues, especially the Red Cup one, because that's probably oh, yeah. the hottest issue. Oh, yeah. 135 people died because of that Red Cup. That's true. Yeah. All of which. I heard that were cup also Satan. got AIDS. That's true. So. And plans on blowing up some buildings. Ooh. So. I guess let's just get into like what we're going to talk, or we're not even going to talk about I'm actually about very it, interested in this because you mentioned it to me before the podcast. Yeah, I told you guys this prior to the podcast that I actually had this clip that I was thinking about playing. And it's a long clip. It's like a... Okay, so I'll Great. just get into it right now. Fantastic. There's this guy I know who works for the Pinellas Press. Uh, oh, his I name's, love that. Yeah. You read it? Are you... Yeah. They, they deliver it to you, right? Like, you still have it, right? Yeah, I... Uh, I got today's for, uh, issue. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, you never wanted to get the Tampa Bay Times. You decided to stick with the Pinellas Press. No, I'm more local. of a creative loafing guy, but, you know, it's each yeah. their own. It is. Um, hey, Playboy doesn't have nudes anymore, the so you Pinellas can read Press that. Has wait, what? For real? Personals. Yeah. That's a th- wait, wait. Playboy <laughs> doesn't have nudes anymore? Doesn't have nudes anymore. What the fuck? That's a topic for well, next, next week. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, next, <laughs> next week, week. Next week. Um, so, yeah, I know this guy. Uh, he's been a friend of mine for a while. Uh, his name's Jack Burton. Um, okay. No, No relation to Tim Burton. Or maybe he does. We never really talked you about it. You never asked. Yeah, I never really asked. <laughs> sure. I maybe maybe that's his uncle. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, Jack Byrne. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Uh, he works for the Pinellas Press. He's he said he had this thing. Like I don't know too much about it. It was uh, he had this clip of I guess um, 
him interviewing these people that worked on a movie um, that I guess was only screened one time in St. Petersburg. Really? Uh, really? Yeah, at the Conk Theater downtown. Oh, shit. Oh, like, yeah. No, no, right on Beach Drive. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was a screen there, and apparently he said that he just thought it was, like, really interesting, like, him being able to talk to these guys. They're not, none of them are, like, none of the people who worked on this film are, like, really that famous or anything like that, but he right. just thought. So you've listened to the clip? No, no, no. I've listened to just parts of it. It's and he, just to see, because I didn't know how long it was going to be or anything. And he so said, you just haven't put it, really listened to this clip, but you want to play it on the show. Yeah, I'm, because <laughs> I trust Burton. I trust him, okay? He's okay. A close friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but you, you don't even Robert. know if he's related to Tim Burton. Yeah. How can you call him a close friend then? What? Because I don't know everybody you're related to. I don't know I your dad. I know I'm not related to Tim Burton. I don't even know your dad's name. Yeah. Okay, so. It's not Tim Burton. An accusation has if been it laid was. on, on yeah. the table. John, your rebuttal, I'm please. just saying yeah. that, like, he, he just thought, like, he knew I do the podcast. Uh, I do. He knew I did the podcast. and that oh, he knew you we, He knew I do the We did do the podcast. I, he doesn't know you guys that well, okay? Okay. He asked me. You don't know me, him that well either. But he asked me if I would play the clip on the podcast. We can edit it later if we have to take anything out or if there's anything. But this we curse. It's not a big deal. After Robert. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We'll get into it. Just listen to it. Okay. okay? We'll play it. You guys tell me if you like it or not. It, I'm telling it, you, it's well, not what, that bad. I mean, like, all, all you've told us is that there's a, there's a, there's a theater. It was this B-movie, I guess, Beach that drive. came out. Not even a B-movie. It's supposed to be, like, a really just not that great of a movie that came well, out. Well, you're really selling us on that. I day. know. <laughs> but, hey, we've had, you know, we've had people on here before. And I figured, like, you know, it'd be cool to kind of get some other filmmakers in. I get it. It's a B-movie. But, like, yeah, we've had, we've, we've you had, like, talk about that all the time on MFF is like the B movie kind of horror yeah. films and stuff like that. Apparently, this it's is like Shark that. Dropper. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it on Shark Dropper. Yeah, we always, we, we've interviewed people on Shark Dropper. Yeah, we had That's a band true. like two weeks ago. Yeah. Play music on here. Yeah. John well, John like, missed that good. one. Yeah. John missed that one. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. So um, I figured we just play this clip. Um, yeah. And then just let me know. I, I just found it interesting because it, it, so it screened. Yeah. This movie was made. It was screened at. The Conk Theater downtown. Do you know what it's I keep saying downtown on Beach Drive. It's basically um, the same thing. Yeah. It's honestly, I, it had like Squid in the title, I think, but I'm not. I'm not even sure. It's oh, fuck. it's a B movie though. Oh so holy like, shit! Um, oh my god! I, it was I only screened it, one time. It's no, like dude, almost like an urban legend. I've, I know. I know what the fuck you're talking about. I've seen about. the movie Urban Legend. Urban That's Legend. Pretty good, yeah. It's it's pretty much Squid like Lake. Urban Legend. Squid Lake. Right? Squid, did you Google it? No. It's right. like it's like a oh oh my god yeah because they talk about it they have like those paintings the they, I think they did a mural on one of the buildings downtown yeah so like right at like uh, oh man like two thousand and seven <laughs> like or actually around two thousand and eight when I was like first turned twenty one I started drinking downtown it's kind of like when you would like I'd word of mouth hear it through like friends of friends of saying like. Uh, you know, kind of making these like odd. Well, because people like, what the knew. Fuck are you talking? It's like, is that from something? Or like, oh, dude, Squid Lake. I'm like, Squid Lake. What the fuck are you? Do-? But it what? was only it was only screened once, which is kind of shocking. That's why I I decided to let um, Jack Burton like send me the the audio file because a lot of these people haven't even like spoken to anybody since that movie. Like yeah. the people who worked in it, like worked on the yeah. film. So I just thought like it'd be uh, kind of cool. I'm all for just uh, not doing anything. Right, so we'll just sit back, <laughs> yeah. sit back, Fair listen enough. to this clip. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just Jack interviewing people, and then we'll, you know, we can cut out if you guys don't like it. We'll release a regular Shark Chopper episode. All right, we'll see. Fine. All right, so we going to the clip now? Yeah, let's go to the clip now. All right. Hello, I am Jack Burton of the Pinellas Press, and welcome to Movie Talk. Today's episode is brought to you by Folgers Crystal Coffee. 
Do you want to drink coffee, but you don't want people knowing that you're drinking coffee? Well, Folgers Crystal Coffee is for you. Now, moving on. Today, we're going to be talking about the Florida film cult classic Squid Lake. Squid Lake screamed one time in a tiny beach theater and has since become a mini phenomena. Every year, people try to recreate it, and there have been hundreds of attempts to successfully mimic the experience that only two people had a few, 200 people had a few years ago. Joining me today are star Steve Balsawood. Hello, Steve. Thanks for having me, Jack. Glad you could be here. The I'm next is here. cameraman and prop master Chuck Finley. Am uh, I uh, that's, forgetting? No, that's, that's cameraman, props, grit, engineer, craft services, and transportation. Key grip. Uh, also key grip. You were the grip and the key grip? That's, that's correct. What? You're busy. What's the difference Perfect. between uh, the grip and the key grip? Well, <laughs> tradition. Uh, actually, actually, I don't want to step on your toes here, um, Chuck, so just let me know. Uh, Steve, you see uh, a key grip? Yeah. And a grip. The key grip is right. the key grip. Yep, exactly. Now, your, now, now your, your regular grip. That's yep. just a re- that's just a regular grip. So, so I mean, in, in, in technical terms, if you want to if you want to break it down and you want to really get into it, yeah, I we'd have to probably sit down for a good 10, 20 minutes. Okay. Well, the thing is, you didn't really explain what the well, differences uh, were. Uh, you just stated the uh, the titles again. I understand that. So I don't know. I understand. Uh, well, I, uh, I wouldn't expect you as all right. Actor. To yeah. understand what it is that, that I do, you're right. You're right. I, in the technical, wait, I don't give a damn aspect wait, of the of the you film. You guys, you guys both worked on this movie. Uh, Steve, were you not paying attention to Chuck's work? No, I don't pay attention to anything. I wasn't paying attention to, to Chuck's work. I wasn't paying attention to script. I wasn't paying attention to the cameras. I was, no, just, I heard, I was there. I, I've heard some rumors. Was there a script on Squid Lake? There was. Uh, I can't confirm it's. Existence, because I never really looked at it too much. I think there was a piece of paper, but I didn't read it. The guy uh, just showed up uh, to my workplace one day. You know, I was uh, I was working at a gas station back then. I'm 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 still working at the gas station now, but back then I was working at a gas station. This guy came in, kind of a shady looking fella. He uh, you know, he came up to me and he uh, he had some pretty uh interesting things that he wanted to buy. I think it was like some type of lube, toilet paper, and club soda. I don't know. But the peculiar thing is, like, he didn't have any money to pay for it. Well, I told him, sir, listen, this is America. In this land, we use coins and dollars. And he said, well, I don't got any of those things, but I will offer you a, a roll of my movie I'm making. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> so... Yeah. Interesting. You know, I did notice in your performance that it was very natural. It was almost like you you didn't know how to act or were even trying to act. Well, thank you. I feel like that really shone through on the screen. Yeah, thank you. I've never acted before. You know, you could argue. I've heard people say that I haven't (coughs) acted ever. I'm taking that as a compliment. But, yeah, I I didn't try too hard uh, because I was going for the natural natural type of performance like a Robert Redford or a Jim Carrey type of performance so yeah that's what I was uh, going for in this movie that and um, your nuts took a beating in this film didn't they <laughs> yeah wait was that recorded I thought that was uh, I thought that was private no it was on the screen you were at the screening oh record some bitch 
Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, you yeah, yeah, I mean, there was a 10-minute scene where you just took fun noodles to the... Well, actually, I'm jumping ahead. So yeah. let me start off by saying that uh, I watched this movie years ago by sheer coincidence. Uh, I went to this theater, the Conch Shell Cinema, to watch a movie called Double Indemnity, but it wasn't there, and they were screening Animal House instead, so I just watched that. And uh, I was walking out of the theater, and I saw a poster for a movie called Squid Lake. And it was basically just a lake with some ink in it. And it said, underwater, no one can hear you yell. And uh, I saw the gentleman who's our third gentleman that's joining us here, Mason Jar. You were putting it out there, and you were the manager at the theater, Mason. So how did this movie come to your theater? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for uh, clapping. That's kind of loud. Um, yeah, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, we usually play a lot of B-movies at the Conk Theater. Um, a lot of... B movie was that the one uh, Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, we play a lot of uh, I, Jerry Seinfeld I, 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 that, B movie movies. Oh, <laughs> that goddamn movie! So that movie's so goddamn funny. Yeah, you love that. You like what? what you like that B movie, Steve? Uh, I have it on Blu-ray, but I haven't watched it yet. The movie's so goddamn so. funny. It's uh, so goddamn. Yeah, yeah we you, play. You tell me, you did, you did that goddamn movie? We usually play uh, the actual B movie. Um, at least once a week, usually on a Monday, because not too many people show up for that one. It's kind of but uh, for the other, I meant like B movies. Um, we play like, like B movies, like you know, cult classics like Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, The Room, Birdemic, Dirty Hoffmeyer, stuff like that. Yeah. This, this, yeah, terrible bad movies. I guess is what he's saying about B movies. So, uh, Steve, I, I noticed B movie. You love it. You really love that movie. Did that inform your work uh, filming this? It did. It did. I was, uh, you know, and actually watching B-Movie actually led me to look up some more of uh, that Jerry Seinfeld guy. You know, he had a TV show. I guess he uh, did it. Like uh, somewhere, I think like right after the movie got big, you know, he, he made the money. Yeah, you're that. talking about comedians and cards getting coffee, right? Yeah. Right. I think so. It was a hit. Classic. Yeah. Classic. So, yeah. So, so Chuck, how did you get involved with this? You seem like a, a guy. You know, you, you seem you seem like you did everything. How did you become part of this movie that only screened once at the Conchell Cinema and, and is now a St. Pete classic? Well, uh, <clears throat> I, I I was actually friends with uh, someone in, in, on a production uh, who knew that I was a, a multi talented uh, camera grip prop, uh, craft services and uh, transportation. Also, key grip. Uh, I was I was friends with uh, Deborah, who was uh, uh, who uh, she graduated from the same film school as uh, I believe of as our uh, buddy Mason here, and uh, she uh, you know she, she knew I was talented. She knew she knew I was a talented son of a bitch. Yeah, and so I heard I actually heard a little bit about the film you made. Uh, your thesis film put you heavily in debt. You went about seventy thousand in debt, and you made a movie about time traveling samurais. Who go to World War II and kill Hitler? Uh, you know that. You know what? I, I'm I'm glad that you brought that, that brought that up because I have I, I've not been known as Chuck Family my entire life. It's gonna come out now. All right. My my original name was Henry Winkler, and what Henry? What the original name was 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 Henry Winkler? I can see uh, why he changed it. That's uh, a funny sounding name. I uh, Winkler. Accumulated uh, 
$26,000 in debt on credit cards. My Visa, MasterCard, and Discover card all were maxed out make, to uh, make this movie. Uh, it was a project that I cared uh, a lot about. Samurais uh, obviously are cool. Uh-huh. If you've ever seen a movie featuring a samurai, i.e. Uh, the Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise, you would know that uh, samurais are the coolest. There's there's obviously a market out, out there for samurai movies. So yeah. uh, $26,000. So what, what was the market for your film? <clears throat> market was, uh, well, market was, was mostly young adults. We were we were going for the uh, the uh, the Hunger Games and the Harry Potter uh, crowd uh-huh. with, with this movie. Uh, obviously, there, there needs to be some source material from that. Uh, we thought that we could fabricate said material. Uh, that was where uh, twenty thousand dollars of the twenty six thousand dollar budget went to was uh, actually writing the book to uh, be the source material for this uh, for this project. But did you know that your thesis film was only fifteen minutes. Right? It did not. It did not pan out. Uh, that movie did not pan out as expected. Changed so the name is that why to Chuck. You took the camera job on uh, Squid Lake. Changed the name to Chuck Finley. Took the took the job as the cameraman, props, key grip, craft services, and transportation on uh, you know, this project. Chuck, Chuck, don't don't be uh, depressed that uh, your film didn't work out. Because what's that old saying? You miss a hundred percent of the shots you take. Yeah, seventy percent of time. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. you gotta break an egg, egg to make an omelet. Yeah. You know what I mean. You miss one hundred percent of the shots, fifty percent of the time. Uh, so, yeah. Sometimes you got to make a World War II samurai film to go into massive debt. Yeah. Well, you live and learn. How else are you gonna go into debt? So Chuck or uh, Henry, whatever you prefer to be called. Uh, uh, how you, did, you can how call did, you can call me Chuck. Okay. How did how did uh, director Lenny, only, only name Lenny, get you into this movie? Uh, basically, what what happened was. Uh, the movie you're speaking of is, of course, my yeah. the, the the student film Samurai Project. Yeah. Um, he basically saw saw my talents and saw my credit score, and knew that I was right for this project. And he knew you had all the cameras and trucks and food, right? That's correct. Yeah. So you basically supplied everything out of pocket. For supplied everything. Everything came out of out of my pocket. I believed in this project to this day. Uh, if you want to check out my movie, you can go to www.samuraisinspace.com. Uh, we have a GoFundMe to make this a, 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 a bigger a, project. You guys have a MySpace page for it? We do have a MySpace okay. uh, page for that. I'll add you. Uh, you, the, you can hear the the, uh, yeah. the, the the titular song on the MySpace page All right. as you open it. Which is? It plays automatically, yeah. which is Heart of the Samurai. Okay. Heart of the Samurai. Interesting. Yeah. Now, Mason Jar, yes. uh, would you ever show this Samurai film at your theater? And actually, how did you end up playing Squid Lake at your theater? Uh, actually, Deborah got in contact with me, and she, she knew that I worked, um, that I own this, uh, this theater on Beach Drive, and she thought that maybe I could show the film there to kind of create a buzz. And uh, so yeah, we just went. We just went with it. I would love to show this samurai movie if it turned out to be any good. Uh. <laughs> wait, wait! It just occurred to me. Yes. Yeah, theater. Yes. It's down the street from Mermaids, right? That strip club. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, I've, I've driven by it. Yeah, it's right yeah. next to Mermaids. Yeah, I've driven right, by your theater and right the next to, to the Starbucks too. Yeah. yeah, the Starbucks is on the other side. Yeah. Right, yeah. So now that we've sort of established. 
how you guys like joined in on the film. You know, we, we know that, uh, you know, how Chuck and Steve and Mason, how you, you got onto the project and worked on it. I want to talk about uh, how the film opens. So um, it's a fade in, I think it's just a fade yeah, in. It's a, okay. it's a fade in on a wide shot. We oh, got yeah. uh, we got a fisheye lens for this shot, especially uh, yeah. fisheye lens was about twenty six thousand dollars on the Visa and Mastercard. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us they, they let us rack up that that charge uh, again. Uh, I mean, and what I loved about this shot was um, whoever the actor was, I think his name was Hank. I asked him to do this, but apparently um, he and Steve have some problems from uh, yeah. this film, which yeah. we'll get into later. But um, basically, it's just a picture. It, he's, it's a swimming pool and there's a camera right over his face. Uh, can you tell me how you got that shot? Like, it's 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 a pretty great shot. You know, we we just had him we just had him lie down, put camera over his face. It was just, just yeah. pretty straightforward stuff. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Hey, I if, if I didn't want to, I remember. Tech- I remember you dropped that camera on me, on my <laughs> face, a couple of times too. You you signed the release. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's on you, man. It's part of the business. I mean, it's show business. I figured. No. I mean, I didn't complain. I'm just in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like it hurt. Kind of, right, right. Yeah. It hurt. No, I, I understand. Yeah. Hindsight's always twenty ten. That's what I always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was weird watching this scene because there's a guy. Basically laying on a on a little little um, raft Thank you. in a pool. It, it was yeah, a, uh, sir, sir. It was his, uh, it was a tarp. It was a tarp. It was a tarp. How was he staying afloat? Uh, it, that's uh, industry, industry secret. If I if I revealed, it's probably just the way you fold it. I think is okay. It, no, I get it. Wait. Something so, something akin to that. I would expect you as the director to know. Uh, wait, in the movie that you telling me it wasn't you directed really and I shot. No, I didn't direct. I just uh, showed the picture. I see. Yeah, so he's laying on this thing, right? And he's yelling at some woman that we don't see on screen. I think he's doing something like, hey, you know, hold up. I got to finish my beer before we have sex. And um, out of nowhere, this thing hit him right in the eye. He appears to throw a beer bottle, and it hits somebody off the screen. And they yell, oh, shit. Then the camera rushes towards the the face, busts him in the face, nose explodes. Then we cut to Squid Lake. Right. Was that intended? Well, I, that's that's a question for Steve. No, oh, thank you, Steve. Was that intended? Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I don't know if that was in the script or not. Because, like I said, I didn't read the script. I just kind of glanced at it. I just uh, went on that natural instinct. You know, I asked myself, "What would Jim Carrey do?" You we, know, we shot that one on a Tuesday, Wait. or yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, or, but, yeah. or Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. So, you know, I just I threw that beer bottle. I just ran out. And, you know, there were people yelling for me to come back. I didn't. And, yeah, that's how we got the opening. We had, we had me running off the, the set. Miller Lite on set. That was thanks to me, Craft Services. That's where uh, most of that credit comes from. Yeah. And I do have to say, I thought that was really impressive, your instinctual acting. I mean, you got hit Thank in you. the eye. Yeah. And you just, you basically reacted to it like any human being would have reacted. There was no acting there. Yeah. If you get hit in the eye, you're gonna run. You know, it's uh-huh. uh, it's always like fight or flight. flight. But I think, especially in the eye, I think no. it's always gonna be flight. I don't. I've never met anyone. No, you're not gonna fight someone yeah. right after you get hit oh, in the I'll eye. Fight. No, I'll fight if someone dies. <laughs> no, really. Oh, oh. I yeah. thought there was only will, one option, and he named it flight. I will throw the fuck down. Oh, really? If you are, hit me, are now. we allowed to curse right now? I'm just not sure. I know you're yeah, recording no, that. I have a very progressive audience. Um, okay, yeah, they're cool. actually aged from around 37 I, to 76, so they can take the language, guys. 
Oh, you 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 didn't mean that they have progressive insurance. Okay. I mean, I'm sure some of them do. Now, Robert, they should. I don't this, have when this scene happened, I'm a guy people got, or, so Mason, when, when people got busted in the head, uh, when, when the, the camera exploded in Squid Lake, you're, you're sold out theater. You had 200 people in there, Mason, and they all jumped up cheering. They loved how bad this was. Did you know you had a winner at this point? Wait, you're not, you're not the director of the film? No, I'm the beach theater owner. Who in the hell was the director of the film? Wait, but... Lenny, you guys hated each other on set, from what I heard. Who he just gone up and forgot about him. Who, who, I, I, you know, I, for a while there, Chuck, I thought you were the director. Look, I, I, I had so much cocaine and moonshine in me during that whole shoot. Hmm. I'm not sure who the hell any of you people are. Listen, you know I, to, just to get like to answer your question, I want to say that yes, I was very excited by selling out our 200 seat theater. I know a lot of theaters right now, they have a little, like a few more seats than that. But, uh, yeah, no, 200 seats. I mean, that was that sold-out crowd. People were hooping and hollering, throwing popcorn in the air like they just did not care. And they didn't. I could tell. They just couldn't I mean, care. But popcorn. I remember looking back at you, and you seemed to care because you knew you had to clean up that popcorn. Yeah, I was pretty upset because... I do own the theater, but I also am the usher, and uh, I run concession and the projection booth. So if anything gets dirty, I'm the one cleaning you're, you're it up. You're a man of many talents. Mm. I can, yeah, I well, can, I noticed you too. I can, well, yeah. I can appreciate that. Don't you also this do the valet bitch, parking? All he does is... I do the valet parking, which oh, is quite man. hard because at the same time I have to tear tickets, and it yeah. just it turns into a thing. But I just don't, you know, the beach theater, it, uh, the, the Kong Theater, it's on. Um, it just doesn't make the kind of money that it used to. And that's why I'm showing these films. So I'm showing the Rocky Horror. Man, it's a one-man operation these days. It's a one-man operation, that old saying. Um, now, you, I have a quick question for you. Uh, since we know that um, Chuck bought the Miller Lights, is that why you made a dollar offer for $1 Miller Lights oh, during yeah. the screening of Squid Lake? But the problem was... I heard you only bought a 12-pack, and you just did a fake offer. So well, everyone rushed to get there, but they didn't have any. So then you just charge them normal well, here's, Yeah, you know what? That was that was some bullshit. Well, here's the thing. I I charge only a dollar for the Miller Lights because – and I have nothing against Miller Lite. Nothing against it. But if you're spending more than a dollar on a Miller Lite, you're wasting your money. I mean, you're wasting your time to work for that. I really don't think Miller Lite should cost more than a dollar. I don't really think that we should be selling Miller Lite. Uh, I agree. I love cheap beer. I should have. I should have got beer free. I steal from the gas station I work at all the time. Miller Lite is owned by InBev. That is a German company. Um, uh, right. We want to keep it here in America. Let me, I believe, yeah. Let me uh, let me just remind you what happened over in Germany in the uh, 1940s. You know all about it. You made the samurai film in the 1940s. That's correct. Right. Perfect. So, guys, you know, you, you finished the first week of filming. Uh, Chuck and Steve, you know, you got the first week done. Um, you know, Steve Balsawood, you're a little rough for for wear. You know, your nose is busted, your eyes black. Yeah. You know, you're in some bad shape. Yeah. Um, they didn't tell me I'd be doing so much contact work with the camera. Yeah, and then uh, you know, Chuck, you're probably about five thousand in debt at this time. Yeah, I, I, was, uh, I was I was close to about five six thousand in debt. That's that's accurate. Yeah, that's... and so this leads us to the next scene, where it's kind of like the most popular scene of the film. I mean, people saw it once, I saw it once, but for some reason, that's all anybody can talk about, and they try to recreate this scene. So basically, what it was was a production designer, Debbie, who will be on later. She created a squid. That was basically a bedsheet 
over somebody's head with a couple eyes cut out. All right? Okay. And like a fake mouth sewn on. Hmm. And there was a big underwater fight scene where it was in a garage. There's saran wrap from the ceilings. And it was supposed to be Hank, who was in the movie. He's not here now because he hates uh, Steve. But he was in the, the squid costume. And Steve, you were supposed to fight this bedsheet squid yeah. underwater. So yeah. you had to act like you were underwater and you had to fist fight a squid that was a man with a bedsheet over his head. You know, for most people, what you described would be the strangest experience of their life. For me, I'd say it was one of the more normal experiences I've ever had. I do yeah, that kind of stuff all the time. And I saw the way you reacted to it. Now, yeah. did you guys you, have you a fight a, planned a out? You a squid underneath a bed sheet? Yeah. That's your, that's your thing. Uh, I do a lot of things under the bed sheet, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've jerked off so, a few times. So, uh... No, the, uh, the scene, it, like, it was pretty complicated. It? it was, was pretty... It rehearsed? No, we didn't rehearse it. Uh, well, I initially thought the rehearsal when when we uh, first shot it, I thought we were just rehearsing it. But apparently, the cameras are rolling. So yeah, so, now, yeah. oh, cameras always rolling. Yeah, yeah cameras so, always rolling. So I was confused. I didn't know it was a squid. I thought it was a KKK member. I was just and, like, I gotta fight this guy. Either way, you're gonna fight it. I get it. Yeah, and just, you threw one punch and you knocked the squid out completely. Yeah. Well, and then, I was really I aiming. For, I was really trying to knock Hank out. I wasn't really. I didn't really care about the squid. Yeah, you guys hated each other. Yeah, correct. Man, I hated him. Yeah, I don't. So I, don't I don't think anybody liked that Hank guy. Uh. Yeah. So I mean, so you knock him out, but then the director Lenny. Uh, I um, heard this through uh, Hank. Who I was the, talking to him. Who the fuck is Lenny? Nobody. He's a, he's the one that brought you into this movie. Wait, wasn't Lenny the squid? The name of the no, squid? No, oh, yeah, no. He was just always in the background. You know. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I only talked to Deborah. <laughs> Interesting. I, I see the name on my credit so, statement. So you, so you blacked out this poor guy in a squid outfit, right? I did. And I heard Lenny in the soundtrack. I remember him yelling because I wrote it down in my notes. He kept yelling, keep fighting, keep fighting. Oh, so that was Lenny? Was, yeah. <laughs> so what followed was you laying on top of an unconscious man under a bed sheet, and you slapped him silly for about 90 seconds. Yeah. Okay. But then Hank wakes up in a rage, right? <laughs> Starts pummeling you. He pulls down all the saran wrap. You guys get wrapped in it. He's choking you with it. Yeah. And he lands about 40 unanswered punches to your head. Well. So, so actually, I want to ask the cameraman here. Yeah. Um, what was going on in your head as Steve was getting 40 punches hit unanswered? You know, I, I was mostly thinking about trucks. Trucks and uh, how much of a fucking pussy? <laughs> yeah, no, I, fucking, I get it. Fu fucking pussy ass <laughs> motherfucker. So you are a fucking. You let that son of a bitch punch you in the. How many how many times he let you punch 40, you? 40, 40 fucking times. You didn't, I, you didn't do a goddamn thing about am it. I, am I allowed to explain myself? Yeah, explain. Am I allowed to explain myself? Listen, the fight. It was really one-sided, so I thought to make it fair and interesting, because we're making a movie, fair, you know, I thought I'd give him a handicap. 
I'd take 40 punches from him. You handicapped him. I, you I think that's you, handicapping yourself, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. You would have handicapped him. No, you listen. I know what I said, and I mean what I said. I give him a handicap. Right. I let him hit me 40 times because I figure one punch from me is about 40 punches from him. Can I just so. say that uh, maybe this was a fight or flight and you were kind of taking option two again? You know, like when you got hit in the eye. I, I think no, I mean, no. You did, when it comes did, to Hank, you, you don't ever take the flight. Look, you ran. You ran from the fucking beer bottle. You let the guy punch you in the face forty times. Yeah, and you, you you were stuck in this saran wrap, so you basically just turtled up. Yeah. However, I, I how the fuck did you not die in the? But you kind of. What I was amazed at is you stayed in character because you just kept yelling "fuck you," "fuck you," well, "I hate you," I'll while he played whack-a-mole on your head. I, I mean, was that scripted? I like, kinda, how, how, did, I kinda, how did you find your motivation? I think I kind of broke character between the second and third fucks. But uh, I think for the most part, yeah, it was it was tough maintaining that anger against someone I hate. I mean, he literally Actually, no, followed those 40 unanswered strikes up with another seven minutes of just beatdown. Yeah. And you guys, I mean, I have a question. I know you guys didn't edit it, but did you guys ever think about cutting? So, so like, Chuck, did you ever want to help Steve? My my intuition as a as a camera person, uh, prop grip, electrical craft services and transportation was to never cut the actual film uh, to save money. Is what I was told. We never, we never, we never, we would never cut it as a cost saving measure because powering down the cameras would cost more. It would cost more to power up yeah. the cameras than mm-hmm. than the, the actual film would cost. Uh, we were told to actually keep rolling. Uh, to capture, and, and by this time you're about fifteen thousand in debt. I was about like fifteen twenty thousand in debt uh, at this point. Um, obviously, I, if you go to uh, uh, samurizingspace.com, I have a GoFundMe account. I am very much uh, still in debt, and uh, I, I have uh, not received a tax return uh, in my adult life. So. Uh... Mason Jar, you're in the theater. You're watching this nine-minute scene of a guy getting pummeled while wrapped in saran wrap by a man under a bedsheet. Thank you. That's supposed to be a squid. Right. What? I, I mean, are you thinking pure gold? Are you thinking your theater is going to be sold out for years? When I saw that, I knew we had something special. Thank you. And uh, props to you. I mean, really. Uh, the way you kind of just handled yourself and the way that they didn't cut it. Like you said, they did not cut it, which is great because it just – it made it so raw, and we yeah. love that kind of thing in our movies. We want something that's different. You can get that from any kind of movie where someone just cuts something out when it's shitty, but they left it in, and that's what's great about the film. And it's primal. And you know, even though that fact that's supposed to be underwater and it's supposed to be a squid, you sort of forget about all that, and you just you know, engage in the numbness that is a very bloody beatdown. Oh, yeah, I was numb the whole time. I was literally numb. That's Wait, how I, I feel qu- most days. I have a question. Um, Chuck, do you <coughs> normally wear a trucker hat that says, uh, yeah, boy? That is correct. I, actually, I have three yeah, boy hats. I have three September 11th memorial hats. Uh, and I also have a uh, Bass Pro Shop hat. So I remember you in the theater that night. And I, I never would have guessed that you were in the crew and the actual cameraman because you were, you didn't, you didn't even remember what happened. No, I, you I were do. screaming, beat him, beat him. <laughs> <Beat 'em." laughs> you know, 
there uh, two reasons I you know when 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 you see the movie it kind of brings back the memories of of the shoot of on the day uh I tend to not to kind of move on from my work and uh once something's complete I just kind of put it out of my mind uh cocaine uh and moonshine helps with that obviously uh another thing is I just like seeing Steve Balsawood get his his Balsawood beat in Thank <laughs> you. Yeah so like Steve said, it's kind of it's kind of seeming like a you got beat up a lot in this movie, yeah? Listen, like I said, I was going for the natural, instinctive style of acting, a la Jim Carrey and Daniel Day-Lewis. That um, instinctive style, does it make you cry a lot? Because it seems like it would probably make you cry a lot. He's actually, he's got tears yeah. on his face right now. Well, I remember yeah. in the movie, you were, you were bawling at times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I thought the cameras were off. Right. So, yeah. I'm glad they weren't. Cameras were never off. <laughs> you know what? Before we get to that big scene, the climatic monologue, uh, I want to talk about one thing. Now, as you guys know, uh, Squid Lake is a 75-minute film. 40 minutes of it was just ocean B-roll. So basically, you're just looking at the ocean for 40 minutes with a static camera, right? There was a 10-minute scene with Chuck staring out at the ocean, uh, it gets a little bit rocky, then he pukes, right? So we're up to, what, 50 right. minutes? So the next 25 minutes are actually the movie. So today, right now, I want to talk about when you guys went out on the ocean. I'll trust your to, math on to, that. Uh, I can. I was trying to add up all my head, and it was just, and it just wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. What are you fucking so the 40, showing 40, off over there? I'm trying to. It was, kind of, it was kind of weird. We had this Squid Lake movie where there's one, you, um, Steve, were getting constantly beat up. Then we would cut to ocean footage, which is weird because the movie Squid Lake. And we would just look at the ocean. So Yeah, so, but isn't it the Great Lakes? So, I mean, they're pretty big. So I, I, I get it. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. They got waves. I mean, I've, I've never been there, but you know, I assume. Do you think a Great Lake is bigger than an ocean? No, no, no. I'm just How saying that they the probably lake? look, well, I don't know. They're pretty superior. I mean, all puns aside, if we're looking at the Great Lake in the Gulf of Mexico, can you tell the difference? Oh, I just got that. <laughs> Good yeah. job. Good job, Mason. Thanks. I, I try yeah. to slip one in every once in a while. What? Uh, I do, too. Gulf of Mexico. I don't think you can really tell the difference. As long as you're not seeing land, I don't see why it wouldn't work. That's, just, that's North Africa, right? That's a... Yeah, the, it's right above Sudan. But the biggest problem is we could see land for a lot of the shots, which was which was kind of weird. Yeah, well, I mean, and, I didn't uh, film it, but I yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So, Chuck, you filmed literally 40 minutes of footage, and the best shot of the film was you tracking some dolphins around uh, the boat. I was impressed with that. Oh how yeah. How did you? What did you? How did you get that shot? I was I was high on PCP uh, for most of that shot. Uh, I saw. I saw what I believed to be Jesus Christ in the water. Uh, I, I had some questions to ask him. I thought the best way to do that would be through the camera to film uh, our Lord Christ. Uh, obviously, that, that translated into a shot of dolphins. Uh, I still believe that it was Lord Jesus Christ and he turned into dolphins. Thus, a miracle uh, occurred on screen uh, to give us the best shot of, of the film. Now, was that you singing? The ten minutes during this scene, there was like a weird song being sung over the the forty minutes of ocean footage. Was that you singing? No, that was actually my, my Walkman. I had uh, the uh, the the best of Billy Ocean. Uh, now, on the, now on the I piece. wrote down some of the lyrics. I heard "Life of the Ocean," "Squid on the Shore," 
breathing the lake air, I hope that squid won't kill more. I don't know where I am or what I wish. My legs can't stand on water. I hope I don't land on a fish. Billy Ocean sang a lot of tunes just he about was, the ocean, mm. which was it, it was fitting. It was definitely fitting. You That's know, a, a lot of people give credit to Prince or, or Michael Jackson uh, as some of the best artists of the 80s. I've heard Paula Abdul mention. Uh, Billy Ocean is a guy who you never really hear mentioned in that conversation. Uh, uh, I would like to oh. make, probably because of the lyrics we just heard. Uh, I'll, yeah. I think I'll wait for Ryan Adams to cover him. Yeah. I, I Ryan believe or Brian? Yeah. We, uh, Billy Ocean and I were ser- sharing the same dream. And that I truly was. The PCP one. I was, I was, in that moment, the Caribbean queen. Now, there's hearts. a 10-minute scene of you staring at the ocean. Now, I kind of, no one knows who you are. I think you were supposed to be Steve, but he was um, in the hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, um, that was, uh, so, I remember that, being yeah, in the you, hospital. You, See, I, I thought that was three, part of the movie. But I thought that was that part of the movie, too. Yeah, apparently that wasn't. You had three mm-hmm. separate concussions in one fight. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. So, yeah, you woke so, up from the concussion and then got knocked out again, I heard. Yeah. yeah, you tried to get out of the bed and then you fell, hit your head again. Yeah. Yeah. He came back, first day back on set, we gave him another concussion as a joke. No, the third concussion I got when I was groping a nurse, I was pretending to be asleep. I was I was uh, grabbing her titty and then she hit me so hard, my head banged against the wall and then that, that gave me a third concussion. I feel like that's a lyric of a Motley Crue song, but I couldn't place it. <laughs> Well, right. wait, how's that? How's that? Just like a something about grabbing a titty. Grabbing uh, it's a titty. Something yeah. girls, girls, nope. girls. <laughs> wait, oh. uh, wait, wait. The, the name of the song is Hospital Titty. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's it's probably from the it. 1987 album. Um, uh, Fear the. Fear I, the I haven't heard it. I haven't heard. It. I'll wait for the Ryan Adams cover. Hospital Titty. <laughs> now, did you say Ryan or Brian? Ryan Adams. All right. I, I don't listen to that hack, Brian Adams. Yeah. I, actually, I think I, I I do think Dickie Betts from. Uh, the Almond Brothers played guest guitar on a hospital titty, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I, I would believe it. I'd have to listen to it again. So, But I just want to say, uh, for a non-actor and someone loaded on PCP, I feel like you did a really good job looking out into the ocean until you started vomiting. I got a high tolerance uh, for all drugs uh, and uh, drug-related paraphernalia. So it, it, it takes a lot to knock old Finley on, on his ass. Uh, but that stuff caught up to you, didn't it? Oh. You were... <laughs> yeah, dude. So, Mason, we're in the theater, right? 40 minutes of, of ocean footage. You know, we got, uh, we got Chuck puking everywhere on screen. And, I mean, what, what's going through your mind? The, the, the audience is cheering. They're, they're, they're ecstatic. Like, what are you thinking? Well, you know what's crazy is the audience was in it from minute one. It was just great. They could just feel what the movie was going to be. And, and they knew it. They knew it. They were clapping. From minute one all the way to the end, the end credits. So and wait, they were clapping throughout the whole movie. It was hard to hear yeah. a lot of dialogue. Yeah, but there isn't a lot of dialogue, what? so it's not that bad. Didn't their hands get tired? No, I, uh, surprisingly, a lot of people can so clap for at least seventy-five minutes, if not more. For seventy-five straight minutes. A lot of them. A lot of them I would c- take turns. I, I, I could actually answer that question. It was. I, I don't think it was a, a clapping so much as it was like a, a, a ruckus. Uh, from the shortage of Miller Lite uh, that occurred in the theater, it was it was more of like a, a, a banging on the uh, on the doors uh, for their fucking beer. Uh, yep. I think a lot of it was just any kind of hitting. I refer to as clapping because I don't like using the word hit too often because I think it promotes violence. Mm. Okay. 
Fair enough. But why did you show a movie of of a guy fighting a squid? Because that's violence against something that is really unrealistic. I know squids exist before you even jump in there with that that saying, but I understand that. But I don't think a guy would ever really fight a squid. That's why I'm a big fan of you know those kind of movies. You said you just you just said fire. I thought you said you don't like to use the word fire. No, I'll use fire. I just don't use hit. Hit. Oh yeah. Okay. Hits a little bit more harsh. So, I mean, if, if, I mean, if you're at a baseball game, someone puts the ball into play, what would you say? I'd say, well, he just knocked that one. Remind me never go to a baseball game with you. Jesus Christ. I don't go too often. Obviously. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know how you got through the Bush presidency, to be honest. Now, <laughs> let's, get to the, let's get to the big shot of the film. The big moment, right? Uh... To, to finish the film, there is a nine-minute monologue by you, Steve. And yeah. what's weird about it is the camera is placed statically, right? Mm-hmm. Well, fun noodles literally hit you multiple times in the face and in the balls. Right. Your yeah. monologue was given to you from what I heard about uh, 30 minutes before the shoot. And you must have not read it because that's what you said. But, I mean, it really went some primal places, monologue. I mean, I, I, Hank told me that he hit you, he hates you, so he was hitting you in the balls repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And when he kept yelling, shoot, 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 and Chuck was just so bombed, he didn't, you know, hit cut. He just left the camera there. Well, I was, also, get, I was also in control of a couple of fun noodles I, as uh, props master. Uh, oh, so it's three people doing it then. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, Debbie, Chuck, and Hank. We had to have that squid just, look real. All right, all right listen, yeah. listen, that monologue... It came from the heart I mean, and, the, and the stomach. You really have knows. some issues with your mother, don't you? Yeah. Okay. The reason why I want to explain the uh, the presence of the fun noodles. Okay. First off, I want to say the uh, again. I didn't know we were recording. I thought this was like a private rehearsal. That's, I was recording, sir. Yeah. Oh, all right. So I thought, you know, this is a this is a serious monologue. I'm gonna have to go even more natural. You know, like a la Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yes, Kevin Spacey in Usual Suspects, Kevin Spacey in American Beauty, or, or K-Pax. Yeah. You're going I find Kevin it funny Spacey that Kevin Spacey makes you just crack up. Is he one of your favorites? You think he's kind of a, a funny man? Oh, yeah. House of Cards, man. One of the best sitcoms out there right now. It's my favorite right after uh, Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Yeah. Anyway... But the uh, the fun noodles, I wanted them to represent my childhood abuse. You know, that's why I had him hit, hit me in the head and the nuts. You know, because I abused other kids when I was a child. And I, I would mean, hit them Jesus in the nuts Christ. in the head. Now, well, like I said, I don't condone now, the now, violence. <laughs> now, during this scene, you literally had blood coming from your eyes. Yeah. So, I mean, you were getting hit pretty hard. Yeah. So, I mean, how were you able to keep talking for nine minutes? You know, you don't need eyes to talk, Jack. You just need a mouth. Do you remember any of the dialogue? Can you kind of – I tried to write some notes, but there was too much clapping and screaming and uh, Uh, bottles flying everywhere. It's going to be tough Uh, if I don't have – if I'm not getting hit with uh, some fun noodles. 
right, well, so I don't go. condone right, it, but maybe Chuck here. Uh, you know what? I have a couple in the uh, in the back here. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's pass out some fun oh, noodles. Just, uh, All right. Well, I don't uh, condone so, violence, so, so I'll give uh, Chuck my uh, my noodle, and he can just use both of them. Okay. Yeah. So Chuck and I will will hit you repeatedly. Okay. And uh, I want you to kind of give us a little bit of a monologue, kind of bring back what we said. So, you know, you ready, Chuck? Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. All right, let's hit him. Ready? Well, hold on, I'm not ready yet. Hold on, just uh. I gotta do this. Uh, this okay. actor, this actor trick. Of, you know, uh, I don't condone. Up. I don't condone violence, but I'm actually looking forward to this. Uh, oh yeah. man! Just, want, hold on, hold on. You wanna? Uh, I got a, I got, a, I got a little pipe here. If you wanna just take a, just quick. A, you know what? Just hand me one of the noodles. Yeah, I mean, I don't condone okay, this, but I'll right. just. I you know, little, I just kind of want to feel what it's like. Here. Yeah. Right, let's the do rain it. in Spain right. falls on the plane. The rain right, in Spain falls on. Oh no! Oh no! Wait! 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 I need to, I need to, ah, wait, these aren't fun noodles. These are actual baseball bats. Ah, ah, mommy, no, they're beating me. Chuck, Chuck, stop. Ah. <laughs> uh, that, that's how I got my mom. came over. Okay, I got a little carried away too. Yeah, the, uh. So yeah, uh, the, ba- the bandages are to your left. The uh, the fun noodles that were in the movie were the same things that were here. They were actually baseball bats. Can I just which say, which explained me crying out for my mom in the movie. Can I just say, as an outsider, that monologue that you gave was very reminiscent of Quint from the popular movie Jaws, and mm. I want to say that it was, it was, nearly on par with that monologue, and touched me in such a way that I thought that that was the scene that stole the show. Now, and, and Mason, quick question. I, I went to watch Jaws to you, at the Conkshell Theater once, and it wasn't there, and instead I had to watch Animal House again. Did you ever bring in movies, or did you just show Animal House to bring people? You know, you said you had Jaws, but then you would just screen Animal House. Listen, Al, have- listen a lot of people don't know, but uh, it takes a lot of work to get certain movies, uh, especially older films. You have to send a lot of paperwork. you got to send things in, and... Uh, you know, you just gotta you gotta kind of work about, around. Man? You can find anything on the internet. Yeah, but you can't just show it. You got licensing and all this kind of Failure other restrictions. Works. No, I'm just. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, <laughs> stop hitting Steve. Stop hitting Steve. The scene's Please. over. Scene's Sorry. over. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so I, um, y'all y'all ever hit anybody with fun noodles? It's Great. quite well, fun. Neither, neither I mean, you. <laughs> it is quite fun. Was, you got baseball bad there. That was my first time, and it was quite fun. Fun noodle baseball bad. We call it the same thing where I'm from. But but yeah, to get back to the the movie showings, uh, we 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 only had like certain films that we could get, and we always tried to get other ones. And we normally would try to get Jaws, but for some reason we just could never get it. So we always had Animal House on stock, and we also always had B movie. So we would show those films back to back quite a lot. And every once in a while we'd get a cool cult film that we would show it out at a midnight screening on a Friday or Saturday night. I got a uh, <clears throat> Mason, uh, if you don't, I got a question. I'm not real. Uh, You're not real. I'm not real. Uh, I'm not real. And I'm not okay. real uh, uh, good with movies. Mm-hmm. B-movie, I, I think, is one of the greatest movies to come out oh, bar none. in the last 15 years. Jerry how many, Seinfeld's how best many work. Uh, Oscars uh, w- uh, did that win? Honestly, uh, I do I do watch the Oscars 
a bunch. I mean, I, I'm checking in on every every year. I'm I'm even in uh, some Oscar pools, and I know betting's not allowed, but I do it. Um, is that like a pool shaped shaped like an Oscar? Yeah, it's shaped or is that like a pool that says that spells out Oscar. Honestly, it's kind of funny. It's shaped like a Tony, and now it's just because of mix up with the pool company. Oh, but uh, I got, call you, it my you Oscar pool. Got your money back for that, right? No, they actually charge me extra because a Tony's actually wider than yeah. a than an Oscar. Yeah, um, I bet you dive oh, to Tony every so night, don't you? I dive into Tony all the time. Yeah. I don't quite get what you're getting at, but yeah, yeah I dive into right. Tony. I get in <laughs> right inside Tony every night because I just like a nice cool down. He gets right up in there. So speaking of right up in there, um, after the screening of Squid Lake, um, there's basically a mini riot. Led by you, Chuck. Fuck I believe. yeah! Actually, can and I just jump in here real quick? I didn't yeah. answer your question. Uh, two Oscars. Two Oscars. Okay. Thank uh, you. Yeah. And uh, best, so, best director, you know, best picture. Steve, you were part of this too. They literally carried you out of the theater. This audience loved it so much. Uh, yeah. And you guys. Well, I asked him to do it. I asked him to oh. do it. So just, okay. And guys, then, can you carry me out of the theater? I don't feel like walking. And and they were like, sure. Chuck. You led 200 people on a rampage, destroying storefronts, cars, and you were just screaming Squid Lake. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. It might have been unrelated. This was around 1994. Uh, there was uh, there was also some issues uh, in the St. Petersburg area at, at that time. I, I sort of took advantage of the mayhem. Uh, I may I may have took advantage of the mayhem. Uh, obviously, there was no closed caption television uh, in 1994, so nothing could be proven. Yeah, nothing. But you could filmed your, you filmed yourself with your camera. Well, we uh, we we don't have uh, you know you, 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 we don't have the evidence uh, I- anymore. Uh, uh, it was actually destroyed in the in the riots. Now, with the ensuing thing, the Squid Lake copy disappeared. So we had this amazing film that caused a riot, and it just disappeared. And no one's ever seen the light of it's never seen the light of day. And now people talk about it constantly. What do you think? Happened to it, Mason? Yeah, I think you. That's that's uh, you. Well, you had the, the only. We had the, the only thing. copy. I know, I know. We had the only copy, and I locked my my doors every night. I'm there from sun up to sundown, and sometimes all the way around <laughs> back to sun up. You live. I actually, I sleep at in the projection. Yeah, in the projection booth. I uh, don't have a home. Um, but yes, I locked the doors every night, and honestly, I just woke up one morning, and it was actually the morning right after we played the film, and guess what? Thing was gone. You think during the riot, you know, someone took it? Uh, maybe that. Um, I'm not quite sure. I do realize that if it was during the riot, some of the doors maybe weren't all locked. Um, there are many interests. You know what? This, this riot know. talk gets me fucked. This gets me fired. This gets me fired up. He still got the noodle, I, I, so it's I, quite, I, quite worried. I hit some people with some noodle. I, I'm fucked. You guys want to fucking get some shit going in the fucking... You guys no. want to do this or what? Uh, maybe nah, a little man. later. Yeah. Alright, Chuck, do you mind waiting five minutes? Because uh, Debbie, uh, one of the, the people who worked on the film, she's here. And uh, Yeah, hello. Hey, Debbie. I told you. What? Samantha. Samantha. Yeah, that's my name. Oh. So, Samantha, uh, welcome. And uh, I don't know, your old friend uh, Chuck is here. Yeah, how, how did you, uh, you organize this whole thing? How do you not know her name? That was um, fucking, <laughs> that was well, awkward as shit. To be fair, yeah. I thought her name was Jill. <laughs> uh. 
was it Jill? That, Jill? That's, yeah. That called my whole urge to riot. Is yeah. uh, is what that it was? What just happened? I, I'm I'm back at I'm back at zero. I was at about a ten. I'm yeah. happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so sorry about that, Jill. Um, so you know Chuck, Wait, right? Wait. So what's your name? Is it Jill, Deborah, or I thought Samantha? It was, De- it was Deborah. Samantha. Oh, it's Samantha. Samantha. Right. So wait, Samantha. none of us remembered. Well, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, it uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, That's so why I moved to L.A. All right, so yeah, so well, thank you for calling in from L.A. And you uh, so you knew Chuck, right, from film school. You guys, you you both were born in Montreal, which I find weird that Chuck has such a crazy accent when he's born in Montreal. But uh, you went to film school together. Go Spose. And uh, you made a film about Albanian refugees that was filmed in all black and white, and somehow you caught the attention of the director Lenny. Like, how did that? How did he bring you onto this project, and how did you get Chuck onto this? Well, I mean, that's pretty liberal to call it film school. It was really an online certificate program, but he saw some of my work on YouTube. I was a rising star out there, and that's how I got in. You know, he was. On a budget, and now you seem like a pretty chill person. How are you friends with Chuck? Sorry, Chuck. Uh, no, no offense taken. Oh, I, I mean, I really don't keep in touch with anyone from the production anymore. Oh, great. <laughs> Is it because we forgot your name? Are you bitter about that? <laughs> yeah. it seems like she's a little bit bitter. You know, she was always a, a pill to work with right. <laughs> in online certificate school. Now, Steve got the living daylights beat out of him on multiple occasions, and a lot of it was because of you. Like, did you have some problems while filming? Were you angry? Like, did Steve annoy you? Oh, it wasn't that so much as the the budget. It made it tough on us all. I mean, we didn't have much to work with other than really what was in our own homes or we could find in dumpsters at the back of a McDonald's, really. Uh-huh. So how did that lead to Steve getting a living daylight speed out of him? Well, he was uh, rummaging through a dumpster behind a 7-Eleven one night. And like I always do. Ended up fighting with a hobo over some of the items we were going to use in one of the scenes, mainly to uh, make the, the octopus scene. The octopus, well, it's... I was fighting. I was fighting that hobo over a previous disagreement, but yeah, it, it worked out in the end. Wait, so this wasn't even filmed. You guys just hung out at night. Did you guys hang out and go rummaging through dumpsters? Yeah. Again, I didn't know where or not we were filming. I was just doing what came naturally to me. Chuck, were you with Kevin them Spacey. when they were fighting hobos? I I don't recall. I I did uh, once uh, murder a hobo. Uh, I don't know if it was connected to this. I'm sure you had your reason situation. Day. But did that did that hobo so, have a red beard? Because I think well, wasn't that wasn't that your first project that you and Debbie did I together? Did murder a murder of a of a homeless man. Listen, guys, I've got a legitimate job now. I won't be held liable for any of these accusations they're making. Look, we we were trying to uh, make faces of death, uh, the the faces of death compilations back in the day. Uh, that that hobo murder was completely justified. Uh, I and and if this is going on record. Uh, I have no recollection, and you cannot place me at the scene of the crime. Yeah, that must have been during his license to kill days. He did think he was 007 for a short period of time there. You do have the accent for it. <laughs> no, Chuck, you've had an interesting life. Well, you know, 
growing up in Montreal, uh, rooting for the Spos, uh, uh, you know, uh, killing hobos. You know, it's a uh, it, 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 it's an interesting life. Uh, you, you lead uh, that kind of leads you to, to to the online film school. Yeah. Uh, it, and, that, and that's what brought you to Florida. I think that's a natural progression. I, I don't know what the hell brought me to Florida. To be honest with you, I, I, I think it was something like a greyhound. I think it was a greyhound bus. Yeah. I think it was escaping uh, the uh, Canadian mounted police. Uh, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was a multitude of factors. Uh, I am no longer welcome. Uh, I, I can no longer cross the border uh, from the U.S. or Mexico. Or out of Florida, I think. Or anymore, out of Florida. Right? Yeah. You have to stay in Florida. Uh, Henry Winkler is wanted in uh, six different states and seven different countries um, uh, for uh, reasons uh, undisclosed. Is this this is 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 this being released to? Yes, like, you are incriminating yourself. Okay, uh, can we? Are, do we have the ability to 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 go back and 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 edit? Uh, uh, portions. Well, what's that thing you I always mean, say, Chuck? This is always pretty recording. Good press here, Chuck. <laughs> I mean, local film critic okay. discovers mass murderer on a podcast. I uh, met, 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 uh, that, that's a that, that's a uh, uh, some hard. That, that, I, I don't know. We we want to go that far. Wait, uh, you know, I, is, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm, I'm actually not even comfortable doing this anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I, I want to uh, continue to uh, speak. Okay. Oh. I'm okay, just saying, so, is one hobo considered mass murder? That's more like a single murder, right? I, you'll be all right. Again, you you can't you can't place me at the scene of the hobo murder, uh, and the charges in other countries are all related to extortion and and uh, 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 and to uh, my massive debt that I've so, piled under uh, uh, many different names. I so before think- I call the police. I just want to get your guys' final thoughts. Well, I, I want to just say that I think the mass murder comes in uh, for the fact that it's not necessarily a mass murder as in a mass of people, but more of just a mass of one person because he's matter, made of matter. So a mass of matter killing? Right, right. He's just a mass. Yeah. I mean, I did incite a riot, uh, uh, so uh, perhaps that's where some of the charges came from, so... Uh, that, Plus that hobo was in a church. That's entirely possible. That hobo was in a church, and uh, strangely enough, he was wearing a collar of a priest. But I knew him as a hobo. Uh, he had so apparently it was a mass murder. He apparently turned his life around. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, Mason. You're a pretty smart guy. Yeah. And I gotta say, guys, I've been doing this, uh, you know, movie critic podcast for a long time, and I have never had. An experience quite like this. Cool. Yeah. So I do this every before, week, man. I do this every before week. we we get off of here. I just want to hear your final thoughts. So, Debbie, what's your final thought about Squid Lake? Samantha. Oh, um, Samantha, what are your final thoughts on Squid Lake? Honestly, I'm just glad that I still have a career. Um, I think that the team is calling me. It sounds like Jennifer Lord's having a wardrobe malfunction, but uh, thanks for your time, guys. All right. See you later, Debbie. Click. Hey, Samantha, it's too late. She hung up. Jennifer Lord. So, uh, so, so, Chuck, tell me, tell me uh, what's your final thought about this? Uh, first of all, uh, first of all, uh, you cannot place me at the scene of, of any of those crimes. Uh, 
uh, you, uh, Chuck, Chuck Finley might not even be. My, you know what? This is. I, I, I was, I was told something false, and that this was something completely different. Uh, I, I, I cannot stand by any of the statements made uh, previously by myself or others uh, on this podcast. I just like, I would just like to put that out there. Uh, if y'all want to uh, find me, of course, and help me pay off my massive debt, you can go to uh, SamuraiSpaceMovie.com. I have a GoFundMe account. You could donate to that. Uh, I am, of course, uh, in $100,000 uh, in debt across uh, uh, three different states and seven different countries, eight different credit cards, uh, nine different ex-wives, uh, 11 different cats, and... Uh, and didn't you buy a busload of B-movie DVDs in case you wanted to watch them more than once? That's correct. Uh, the, the busload of DVDs is buried in the Mojave Desert. Uh, I do believe that nuclear holocaust will be coming uh, in, the, in the coming century. Uh, if you or uh, uh, any of your loved ones would like to participate uh, in repopulation of the Earth, uh, you can also go to SamuraiMovieSpaceMovie.com uh, slash film and donate to my GoFundMe account. Perfect. So uh, um, let's go to you, Mason Jar. Final thoughts. Well, uh, I like the idea that we got to show uh, the movie at least once. Uh, it showed me that it's an important film, and if it ever does crop up again, maybe we can get it uh, as a mainstay at the, the Conk Theater. Um, but as of right now, I guess we're just going to keep showing B-Movie every Monday and Tuesday and Thursdays at oh, yeah! 7.30. Uh, it's yeah. free parking after seven. That's why we do it. Oh. Um, and You're then valet you, parking, right? Yeah. Right, right. It's free valet parking. Mm. Although I do appreciate the tips if you can do that. <laughs> That's not gonna um, happen. Whatever. Um, and then you know we'll have our midnight showings on Friday and Saturday of you know our cult classics like Rocky Horror or Repo the Genetic Opera, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I'm really excited if if this movie comes to lat. I would love to get it back at the theater, and uh, if if not, you know, I'm glad I experienced it, and I I enjoy it, and I hope to catch everybody here at a ball game sometime. You get that when son of a bitch and move back in the theater. I'm gonna fucking ruin the fucking theater. Mm. All right, well, I'm kind of hoping you don't show up, but Fuck that's yeah. cool. Fuck. Steve Balsawood, um, final thoughts. Listen, I know I'm not a good actor. You know, I'm not. I'm not a Skeet Ulrich, you know, but I. I tried. I love Scream. I love Scream. I, I looked at this as an opportunity to pay tribute to my, to my favorite acting heroes, a la Nicolas Cage, Johnny Depp, Kevin Spacey, Bob Dole, <laughs> uh, Jeb Bush, uh, Heath the Cat. Hmm. You know, I. That's a good one. Heathcliff. Uh, yeah. I hope. Garfield. I hope my performance inspired others the way. Those people inspired me. Probably didn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, you inspired a riot. Fucking riot! Yeah. Fuck you! I don't know if I inspired that so much, uh, Chuck here, but no, I was, I was definitely Y'all part. I was definitely some... part of that riot for sure. And uh, if I did like a revival play where we tried to recreate it, would you be back to reprise your role? Oh, I already do that every night behind the uh, the cock theater. Yeah, oh, that's who. Not true. It was. <laughs> I was always wondering who was out there just monologuing and fighting big fucking noodles. Yeah, it's really funny. sad. Yeah, I went but there it's once. Beautiful. I went there once, and he was just silently masturbating behind the uh, the, the facade of the theater. I didn't know we were. I recording. thought that was a deleted scene. <laughs> Might have been. It was my deleted scene. I didn't know we were recording.
<laughs> on that note, I am Jack Burton. This is Movie Talk. And uh, Chuck, please don't kill me. No, y'all wanna y'all wanna just y'all wanna uh, light some shit on fire. I got I got this whole handle of Jack right here. You know, little known fact, I don't condone violence unless it's with fire. So yes, I'll join you. Let's do it, baby. Let's do this, right. baby. Let's we go. go. We I guess. The out of place. I guess we're Come going. On, So that's it, guys. What do you think? Uh, hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. I'm not it sure what we'll informative. To. It yeah. is informative. It was informative in a sense that it shows you what. I mean, yeah. like. I was definitely informed on something I didn't care about. So yeah, but yeah, it's not, but that urban that legend is finally yeah. You kind of get it's out there now. Yeah. You kind of get like there's just so much going on on the set that it just you knew it wasn't gonna make it wasn't gonna make it. So this movie. The it was shown once, and the only print that was ever made was never found again. It was gone. Yeah, that's kind of sad, though. You got uh, like Is who knows? Maybe Lenny, yeah. the director, stole it and and took it back, or maybe it got lost in the shuffle of the riot. What if we can find? Oh no! I wonder if he still lives. Like I wonder if he lives around here. Nah, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I asked Jack about it. He said he couldn't get a hold of Lenny, yeah. so. That that was the uh, whole issue. Like he th- he can't be found, and he hasn't made another movie. I'm since. sure huh. I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. Maybe he cha- maybe like he changed his name, like Chuck Finley did. Well, the problem is we don't know his last name. Uh, he was just yeah. directed by Lenny. And oh really? Yeah, and on IMDb it's just Lenny, huh. so he doesn't even have contact. Kind of like how Cher. I'm surprised only it has like an IMDb name, page. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, it's exactly like Cher. Okay, <laughs> the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> So I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Uh, if you guys want to keep it, we can keep it on this episode. Or if you guys want to do, I, mean, I, I don't know how I feel about it. It was. It's getting late. I don't know if I want. How about all right? Let's not do it. We won't release this episode. But you guys, you guys just take off. I'll edit. You know the last episode we have. Kind of put that out. I definitely okay. will not put this episode out. You promise? I pinky promise. Hope to die. Stick. Anything you want in my eyes. Yeah, I don't know why we're still talking to the microphone since we're not going to release this. We're not going to release it, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, I'm telling uh, you, like, we're not going to release it. So you guys just right. take off. Well, you guys um, just want to go into, like, a regular shark dropper then? And just... Yeah, we'll do a regular one and I'll release like, that. No, I mean, like, right okay. now. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. We, got, we got ones in, the, in you know, in the canon. Uh, so we'll just, yeah. I'll just pull them out, pull one out, and then release that. Dude, and then I we'll just know, forget this whole thing. What a waste of, like, an hour. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we didn't, I didn't even talk that much, and like I feel like my voice is just gone. Yeah. It was just a waste. Yeah. But all right, yeah. I'll, you guys take off. I'll, I'll edit the next episode and kind of get it out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even brought that. Like you guys didn't like that. Yeah, Robert. I was just. I don't know. It was, it was more like kind of. It, it's. It was like a fucking. I was. It's like watching a Marilyn Manson music video. Like I don't know what I'm watching, but I know it's like disturbing, and I don't really like it. Right. All right, no, it was like yeah, listening. To, it was like a, the audio version of like a weird '90s rock video. I get it. Oh, I love '90s rock. I love yeah. '90s rock, but I mean, yeah. some of the videos. Creed's man, probably my favorite. Band. They just they try yeah. too hard to be weird. Yeah. I think that's what that was. Just yeah. yeah, I mean, I will, that's, I will say that Steve Balsawood, like in my mind, he sounded like, uh, or like he looked. I pictured him as like a Scott Stapp looking. Really? I, yeah. I imagined him as almost like an amorphous blob, just like a big, ugly dude. That's a weird thing to picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just what I saw. I don't know. Are you are you drunk? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, like yeah. I just say, uh, it's he. Yeah. There's no way that he even sounded kind of gay. Yeah, to me. <laughs> he, sound, <laughs> yeah, he sounded. Uh, yeah, know, just a little like. I mean, not that there's anything wrong no, with that, as Jerry Actually, Seinfeld think, would say. Yeah. I think that Mason jar. Star guy. of uh, he was Seinfeld. Definitely. 
The mason jar guy. And B-movie. <laughs> and B-movie. Yeah, the mason jar guy, like, he sounded he a little nerdy, but he sounded... pretty homo. No, he sounded yeah. a little nerdy, but, like, almost like a handsome nerdy. Like, a super handsome mm. nerdy. Kind of like an ugly nerdy. Nah, that's not a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's kind of what I thought about the, uh, the Chuck Finley guy. Like, a go- he sounded like a golden god. To be honest, like a like <laughs> no. a perfectly chiseled. I don't think that's uh, thick. Just, he's yeah. like a big doofus. Yeah, mm, yeah. Nah. big big doofus. <laughs> that's the impression I got. So, yeah. I, all right, I get it. I'll, let's just stop this now. It's it's pointless to keep recording. I'll I'll edit this stuff later. Um, I guess I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Mason Jar and Steve Balsawood just kind of sounded like a couple of fags. Couple of fags. No, that's no. definitely not what I was hearing. Yeah, uh, you can't hear a lot. I mean, what are we whales? We're not going to go by sound. But I will say that 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 <laughs> Chuck Finley guy. If I had to pinpoint what a giant idiot is, that's what it would be. <laughs> just by vo- just by sound. And if a I giant up, idiot. And if I looked up nerd in the dictionary, mm-hmm. I'd probably find a picture mm-hmm. of, of mason jar. Mason jar. Right. Yeah. And if I thought of somebody who wasn't necessarily gay, but just like having dicks rubbed on their face, I would you think would Steve Balsawood. <laughs> yeah. I would see Steve Balsawood. Yeah. Definitely. 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 Um, anyways, yeah, so it's, it's, we don't have to wrap this up. Obviously, this isn't going to be released. Uh, we don't have to say we're anything. We're recording, like, right? No, no, no. But I'm yeah, not, why we recorded that whole conversation? I'm saying that this. we're not going to wrap it up by saying this is the end of Shark Dropper. I've been your host, Robert. I've been your co-host, Kyle. And I've been John. I don't know why I took the hosting there. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying because we're not releasing this. Yeah, so, yeah. I wouldn't even have to say that if you wanted to look up more podcasts by us, visit mm-hmm. www.sharkdropper.com. And you wouldn't say you have you to visit our Patreon page either. Don't, yeah, also visit our Patreon page. You, you don't, don't need have to say that. that. I don't need to say that you have yeah. to check Patreon and maybe donate a dollar or more. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I wouldn't have to remind people that Christmas is coming up and that uh, you're going to probably already be doing a lot of shopping on Amazon. I know I am. So if you go to, if like, if, if people were to go to like sharkdropper.com or something and click on the, the Amazon link and right. do their normal shopping, we actually get a cut of that. So. Right. If had if we were recording, I'd probably just tell people something like that. Yeah, but, but we're, not recording. we're not recording. We're not recording. No, we're not. No, but so I can go just, the motions. Yeah, so I'm just gonna stop it now. But yeah, definitely like rate and review. If um, again, you don't. You, have I'm to talking say about it. you guys. Yeah, we should yeah. rate. Yeah. You oh, guys yeah, should us, rate us, and review. Yeah. And yeah, if we'll listeners were listening, they should rate and review too. But um, yeah, all right, I'm gonna edit this stuff. You guys get out of here. Yes, I stand here looking out over the ocean. a great big commotion Cause when I saw what looked like a fin break through the surface again It was a shark 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 was a shark.
shark. seconds till shark drop. Five, four, three, two, one. Drop the shark. Go, go, go. The following podcast is a Shark Dropper Studios production.